0: Hello my friends, welcome back to the podcast. You guys, okay, I have to tell you kind of a funny story. So, episode this is actually episode 28.5. Now, why is it 28.5? Because episode 29 had an audio snafu and I've been waiting to get it back from the editor. There was like this 8-minute segment where some annoying music popped in like every 13 to 15 seconds. And it was very faint. But it was so faint that it annoyed me. And so I'm like, I don't want to annoy my listeners. So I sent it to the editor to get it fixed. Somehow I messed up. Anyways, doesn't even matter. Whatever. So I'm waiting to get that back. But in the meantime, I've been like twiddling my thumbs because that episode is already... Uh, tagged and everything episode 29 and I kind of have a little bit of OCD so I did not want to go to episode 30 and 31 without having 29 posted long story short that's been my dilemma okay we've got major world crises going on but poor Danny has been worried about the numbers of her episodes anyways I'm in my kitchen a little bit ago and I was like lord I'm kind of frustrated what do I do you know, with this whole thing, and I felt like he was like, why don't you just name an episode, like, 28.5? Like, literally, I, I, like, dropped in my head, like, why have I never thought of that ever before? So, you guys, welcome to episode 28.5. This episode has nothing to do with episode 28. So, anyways, there you go, but that's why it's labeled 28.5, because we're still figuring out the audio... And some snafus with podcasts. But let's go. I'm in it. I'm in this thing for 104 episodes uh, this year. And so I've got 104 episodes to get this right. I'm only on episode 28.5. So I'm going to be very gracious with myself that this happened. So anyways, hi. There's my story. I hope you guys are great. So this is obviously just the intro because I want to introduce the content of today's episode. So how are you guys doing? I hope you're having a good week. I'm having a pretty good week. Uh, Feeling a little bit productive. Um, So this episode is about I was triggered last week, like hardcore triggered. Have you ever just been going along in your life? Easy peasy, pumpkin squeezy, everything's good. You know, you've got some contentment, you got some joy, you got some, and you're just good, right? And then you run into somebody, and you all of a sudden get triggered, and all of a sudden you go from like zero to sixty in like nothing. Does that ever happen to you, or is it just me? Anyways, I want in this episode, I'm talking about. What do we do when we get triggered with, in particular, judgment? When we either feel judged by somebody else or we're struggling with judging ourselves, right? I'll also mention that some of us feel judged by God. I'll talk about that in the episode too, but the main one that I really want to unpack today is what do you do when you're feeling judgment? So anyways, I hope you guys like the content. Thanks for your patience. And I, guys, I hope you enjoy episode 28.5. And if this is a good episode, maybe we'll just keep the half episodes going. Who knows? Anyways, love you guys. Thanks for journeying with me. Let's dig in.
1: Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or, wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who He created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hey, hey, my
0: friend, okay. So I
1: already kind of explained in the
0: intro that last week I was triggered uh, with judgment. So I'll tell you kind of the background story a little bit, a little bit about it. I'm not going to dive into the specifics because I think you know I don't want to get lost in the weeds, and I could talk for days about it. But I wanted to talk through what brought me out of it. And let me tell you, I have struggled with feeling judged before in my life. If I was triggered in my past from feeling judged by others or judging myself or even feeling judged by God, man, I'm telling you, I've been derailed in my life for not only days, not only weeks, but literally months of my life struggling with, consumed with feeling judged by either other humans, definitely judging myself and struggling. I missed the boat and I'm I'm just been too judged by God and he must just hate me and God's love is for everybody else but me, and am I really even a Christian because I still struggle with these doubts and these things, and oh my gosh, holy moly. But I have not really been struggling with judgment lately, so last week I'm going along with my life, and it's going well. You know, I'm pretty content. I got a bunch done. I've been super stoked and relieved that I finally finished the content on that Spiritual Intentions Framework course that I've been working on for months, right? So this that content from that course was you know, stuff that I've taught years for years at retreats and to walk through it with people. And I've been practicing it myself, you know, literally every day for, you know, eight, 10 years. Right. So, but when you put it out onto the internet, right, it's, it's a little bit, it takes a little bit more effort because it's once it's out there, it's out there and all that. So it did take a lot of emotional capacity for me to make sure that the content was done well and done right. And, you know, I had to, live up to my expectations that I had for this thing. So anyways, when I was finished with it, though, I was so relieved. And I don't know if you've ever finished a big project like that, though. But afterwards, there's a little bit of an adrenaline burnout, right? So you're a little bit like, depleted. And because you've been going, 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 you've been so focused on something, and then you finish that goal. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know, like a little bit of sadness (laughs) swept in because I think I was so on adrenaline to get this done. And then I didn't need that adrenaline anymore. And it went away. And then I was a little bit like sad and, you know, that sort of thing. So anyways, I quickly figured out another project to work on because I love I love working on projects. And this is my my craft. And so I love it. Anyway, so you know, I, I got my little drip of adrenaline again going on my my next project, I'm super stoked about it and I'm working on it. Anyways, so th- what I'm trying to tell you is I was in a good place, okay? Like i had had a little dip, but then I was in a really content, peaceful, joy-filled place. I was hanging with my family and the kids were in a great place and everything was good. And you guys, the reason why I wanted to share the story is because it reminded me of like how far I have come. You guys, I used to struggle with feeling judged by people And judging myself and feeling the wrath of God in his judgment, which was a load of baloney because I just don't believe God hits us with a hammer. I believe he uses a scalpel and is very gentle with the way that he cuts things out of our lives. And I believe he is just loving and kind and gentle. And, um, I always filter what I'm receiving from God through the fruit of the spirit. Like he, you know, he gives us the fruit of the spirit, right? Joy, peace, patience, love, gentleness, kindness, self-control. So if that's what we're supposed to be living out of and what the Holy Spirit gives us to live out of, right? And God is love and God is, you know, the Holy Spirit. I believe that the way he speaks to us is through the fruit of the Spirit, right? So he speaks to, He speaks to us in joy and in love and in patience and in self-control and in kindness and in goodness, right? So that's my paradigm. That's my filter of how I hear. That's my paradigm for God. It, I've come a long way. I used to think that he was like this reprimanding God and, um, and there is truth and there is justice but it's all through compassion and grace and love. And so, because I believe loving kindness leads to repentance, as it says in Romans, um, and our God is very loving and very kind. So I had to like redo my brain on a few beliefs that I had, a few lies I believed about God that were planted in me long and long, long, long time ago. Okay. So anyways, all I'm saying is I've come really far. I don't usually feel that much judgment from people nor myself. Like I'm, I've become very gracious with myself. I still struggle with it at times, but not nearly as much as I as I used to, um, because judgment I think can make us just hate ourselves right and I hated myself for so long that when that broke off of me, man I ran I run from it. <laughs> it's like I don't want that back. So last week, I was sideswiped with judgment came out of nowhere and you guys, I felt physically ill. it came out of nowhere so quickly. Have you ever had a situation where not only did it affect you, Mentally in your head, but like, and emotionally, but physically, like, I felt judged in my body. And I'll tell you what, it's knots in your stomach. It's all of these things. And it's just, it's very yucky, yucky feeling. So here's the situation I ran into somebody that I hadn't seen in about 25 years and really, really kind people, amazing people. But I was reminded of some friends that uh, they have that have treated me in not kind ways in the past okay now not recently I'm not in relationship with these people they probably have long ago forgotten about me but I remember what happened 25 years ago (laughs) like I remember okay like they probably don't but I do okay and clearly I had to this was triggered in me and and so I worked through it with the Lord and all of that but when I initially had the interaction I was okay and then I got home and I was talking to Gary and the more I was talking to Gary sorry, there's my reminder. My son's phone is broken and I need to call Verizon. So there was my alarm. Did you like it? Zach, I'll call Verizon in a minute. <laughs> so, okay. So sorry for the interruption. Uh, this is real life over here. So anyway, so I was triggered. And the more I talked with Gary about it, my husband, and the more, honestly, it intense it got in my heart. Not because of anything Gary was saying, but because I was reminded, like, I felt like, my mind had remembered things that I had long ago forgotten. These things live in our unconscious minds at times. And when they come to our conscious minds, I believe we have a one, we have two choices. We can deal with it, right? And in recovery ministry, one of the slogans that I love is you got to feel it to heal it. Because one of the reasons why we medicate, why we run away from things is because we don't want to feel it. Like these feelings are too intense. And so we can, number one, feel it and deal with it. Or we can run from it and we can bury it and we can struggle with it and and think that we forgot about it. But it's really still under the rug there. And when it's under the rug, the more things we pile under that rug, we trip over when we walk. (laughs) That's the reality of it, okay? So there's two options. So I have chosen in my life, for the most part, there are still things I run from and avoid, (laughs) all that. But for the most part, when things come up, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with it head on. I'm going to do whatever I have to do with the Lord, with my soul, with another human being, whatever it takes to deal with these things, right? Because I don't want to trip over those rugs anymore. I'm exhausted from it. I've broken my nose more times than I can tell you. Not literally, this is very figuratively, but I've broken my nose falling over that rug and I'm just, I'm I'm done. It's not a way to live for Danny anymore. That didn't work for me any longer. And so I ran from it and was working through it and I was just struggling with feeling judged, feeling judged by some things that some people had kind of said about me and done about done and and all that. And I'm not blaming them like, you know, they didn't have the whole story and it doesn't even matter if they did have the whole story. Everybody's going to have their own little narrative of, of stories and all that sort of thing. And so but then it triggered like, oh, my gosh, maybe they were right. And then I have my own little judgments about myself. And so I kind of went on this shame attack and started beating myself up for things that uh, I can't change, right? So there's certain things in our lives that we can't change, and our past is definitely one of them. Uh, there's the serenity prayer that, you know, I talk about pretty often, but it goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And, you know, most of the time I realized that for so long I wrestled with the things that I could not change, and it was like I was trying to change things I couldn't change, and then the things that I actually had control over and could change, I wasn't doing anything with. So it's really fascinating uh, for me to look back and to see kind of the growth in my life and all of that. But okay, so I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but I'm going to circle back to what happened. So I'm talking with Gary, and I'm just like, man, I just, I don't want to feel judged. I just am tired, and I just, I don't want it. Like, it's just not what I want. And Gary is a really wise guy and like literally he's a wise guy. That's hilarious. I didn't mean it like that. He's funny, but he's also very wise. He's a very wise man. Okay. And so he came in and he hugged me and he was very kind. And he just said, Oh honey, people are judging you. People judged you in the past. They are judging you right now and they will judge you tomorrow. Live your life. You answer to God and God alone. And you guys, you guys, I can't tell you what happened in that moment, but it was like my whole life, any judgments that I have wrestled with washed off of my shoulders. Now, I don't—I mean, I can't tell you I'm not going to struggle with judgment in two weeks from now or two months from now or two years from now. But right now in this moment, that phrase that my husband said, and I put it in my phone and I put it up in my office, and I've actually been thinking a lot about this, it freed me Like it literally freed me from fear of man and fear of judgment and all of that. And Gary and I went on to have this really awesome conversation and uh, a spiritual dad of mine named Rich and our buddy Bill came over and we were talking with them about this very concept and about judgment and how so much of the human condition is we struggle with judgment. And sometimes, yes, we are struggling with, you know, God's judgment and we feel like God's judging us. But I think more times than not, when we really have a grip on scripture and if we've had a, you know, a grace encounter with God and and all of that, we're really struggling with judgment that we put on ourselves and that other people have probably or may have put on us, right? Here's Here's the reality. And this is what I realized in that moment when Gary said this to me. People are going to have their narratives. People are going to have their own beliefs, thoughts, and judgments about us no matter what. Okay, listen, I bet you there are people that judged Mother Teresa, right? She was one of the most incredible women to ever walk this planet. She sacrificed her life. She literally had a dark night of the soul for 50 years, didn't really feel that connected or, you know, to God, but yet chose out of obedience to serve him and to do the call upon her life and to serve all these people. I've literally heard people say about, well, you know, she served the poor because she got so much out of it. It's like, okay, I know we're all mixed motives and all that, but how do you judge Mother Teresa who literally sacrificed her whole life in Calcutta for people, right? And so what I'm saying is if people are judging Mother Teresa and people judged Jesus, right, who is like was flawless and people are going to judge you and people are going to judge me. And I I don't say that to put a yoke of judgment or, or a yoke of slavery over you. I say that to free you because I believe that once we embrace the fact that we cannot control the narrative about our lives, about our choices, about our histories, about our current situations, about our futures, like we're not the like director of the narrative about our lives, right? People are going to think what they're going to think, but it's okay. I think the most important relationship we have on this planet next to our relationship with God is with ourselves. I think if we can get that right and if we can rid ourselves of even judging ourselves and we can really work through these things, these triggers that come up. We can work through, you know, if you've got regret and shame about the past and those get triggered and you can work through those things, you can really have freedom. And you can really stop judging yourself, right? If you can find empathy for why you made the choices you made. It doesn't excuse it. It doesn't put a stamp of approval on anything. But if you can begin to loosen the grip of judgment, I believe we'll all be much more freer as we live in today to be able to build lives that we love tomorrow, okay? And so, I don't know, you guys. That just so spoke to my heart. So I wanted to go over three simple things with you. Number one, if you're feeling judged by God, okay, if you are feeling this like uh, the heavy hand of God, you know, check your heart, check your mind. I would encourage you to get in a congregation or a group of people who have a good grip on grace, on God's love and his compassion and his mercy and understand the scriptures for what they really are. God is such a God of truth and such a God of grace, okay? He never delivers truth without grace. So if you're like, if if your voice in your head of God is, mean and condemning. You guys, I'm just telling you right now, that is not the voice of God. It is absolutely not. And when we struggle with distance from God, I, I heard this a long time ago and I've stuck with it. If we're struggling with distance from like father God, it could be a father wound. It could be that maybe that's the the voice of your father, right? In your head or your heart or some father authority figure. Okay. Even a pastor who is like a father authority figure If they had a hard, harsh voice, maybe your voice in your head of God is kind of harsh. If you struggle with feeling distant from the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is our counselor, is our guide, is our comforter, right? That's what our moms are supposed to be. And so if you're feeling distant from the Holy Spirit, maybe it's because of a mom wound. Like maybe you can actually pray through and, and start to work through, oh my gosh, it's not that I'm distant from the Holy Spirit. It's that. I'm distant from my mom and that these wounds were planted. And so that's what's caused that. And if you're distant or you feel distant from Jesus, Jesus in those places, we correlate as like a brother, a friend. So if you've been wounded by like a sibling, a sister, a friend, a dear friend, betrayed, that sort of thing. Maybe it's not a distance from Jesus. Maybe it's, it's correlated because you've been hurt by a friend or a sibling, that sort of thing. So that's just a, a little thing. But I think it's really important for us to have a clear understanding of God's grace and his love and his compassion. Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. His love is everlasting and he's drawn you with unfailing kindness. And I'll put that scripture in the show notes as well. Isaiah 49.16 says, "His your name is engraved on the palm of his hands if you have a tattoo of someone's name, (laughs) you know how much a tattoo hurts. I don't have a tattoo, but I've heard it hurts. Um, really quick, funny story. When I was 18 years old, three friends and I went to get tattoos for my 18th birthday and number one friend got it. Number two friend got it. And then I chickened out. So sorry, my dear friends who have tattoos, but I didn't on my 18th birthday. Anyways, I was, I chickened out. That was going to hurt. Well, just imagine the pain. (laughs) Your name is engraved on the palm of God's hands, right? So that's how much he loves you. It, the scripture goes on to say, your walls are ever before him. Your life, your walls, your being is ever before him. You're constantly on his mind. You are never a burden. Everything you that comes out of your mouth is, he wants to hear it. He wants to connect with you, right? So all of these things. So I would just ask you to just begin to be curious if God's voice is harsh in your head, ask yourself and ask God, is that you or is that because of Somebody planted this mean voice in my head that I think was God, but it's not maybe you. Like just ask. Just be curious. And no condemnation if that's you. We've all wrestled with it and we've all been there. I've been there and it was I've I've really had to work through that to change and to understand God's true nature and voice. And the only way I did that was through really diving into the scriptures and understanding the compassion and the love and the grace of God and listening to sermons by like Brennan Manning. Oh my gosh. I'll put a couple in the show notes. He's phenomenal. Okay. So Brennan Manning, you guys know. Also John Ortberg. Love that man. He's a, he was a pastor up in Menlo. Now he's got a podcast. I'll put a link to his. He's got a very compassionate heart and he's got a good grip on grace. He, all da- Dallas Willard. He's phenomenal too. Okay. So all these people who have a good grip on grace, right? Number two, judgment from other people. Here's the thing that can free you. They're going to have, whatever narrative they are going to have anyways, so let them go. I don't know if that helps you. It really helps me, and when Gary said the quote, oh honey, people are going to judge you. People are judging you. People judged you in the past. They are judging you right now, and they will judge you tomorrow. Live your life. You answer to God and God alone. It freed me. Oh my gosh, did it free me, and I'm praying to God that I can hold on to that freedom. And I'm praying to God and then two weeks I still have that freedom and that I can't care. I don't have a snare of man, right? Because I don't, I, I don't care. I can't write the narrative. They're going to believe what they're going to want to believe anyways, right? So all I can do is live the life I feel called to live and have all the joy, all the hope, all the peace, all the purpose that I feel like God is giving me, right? And answer to God, right? And so I hope that frees you. So if you're feeling judged by people, welcome to the club. It's okay. Let them have their hobbies, as Liz Gilbert says. When people are judging you, it's really, it's just their hobby. That's their issue, not yours. Number three, which I think is one of the most important, is learning to find compassion and grace for ourselves. And how do we do that? I don't know any other way to do that other than to face whatever it is head on with community. Oh my gosh, don't do this alone, okay? (laughs) You know, there's a story in the Bible that I love. Lazarus was dead. Jesus raised him back to life. And this is the part of the scripture that I love. Jesus said, take his dirty death rags off. He didn't say, Lazarus, strip down those those dirty rags. He said to his disciples who were standing around him, take those death rags off of Lazarus. You guys, we cannot do this work alone. We were created for community. We were created with one another, to do this work. And I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be healed by one another. When we bring these things to the light, when we share these anxieties and these shames and these places of judgment, and when someone can look at you with compassion in their eyes and say, I still love you, I still care about you, and help you unravel those. Oh my gosh, it's so powerful. There's nothing more powerful on this planet, I believe, than the power of the Holy Spirit in community with one another. And so it takes time, it takes you know, intentionality, right? In relationship, it takes that trust and that bond. But oh my gosh, it's glorious when it happens. And that's, I believe, how when you see another human being not judge you, someone that you can trust, we begin to take off the shame and we stop judging ourselves. We get to the deeper root. We're not, the deeper root of why maybe we did the things we did or why we react the way we do, right? If you're a screamer and you scream at your kids and you share like, man, I'm a screamer, I hate it someone might ask you, did your parents scream at you? Yeah, oh my gosh, all the time. And they brought out the belt. Well, okay, are you bringing out the belt to your kid? No, I just scream at them. Okay, well, you're breaking off some generational bondage right there. Like you're not bringing the belt out to your kids. Yes, you're screaming, but maybe we can work on that. Maybe that's a new habit that you can work on. Maybe you can deal with what the real anger is inside. Okay, so it's all these things that we can unpack. We can unpack it with, A pastor, with a therapist, with a friend. Obviously, you're bringing the Lord into all of it. But you guys, this is powerful stuff. When we can stop judging ourselves, we can actually move the needle and begin to change and breathe in compassion. And so I just think those are so important. Working on where the judgment voice came from, from God in our heads. Letting go and not caring what other people think. And it's much easier said than done. But I believe when we can actually... Go, you know what, I can, I will never, never control the narrative and what they think about me. And that's okay. It's very, oh my gosh, it's very, very releasing. And number three, coming to a place of compassion and grace for ourselves and not judging ourselves. We can control the narrative in our own heads about ourselves. And it's like a bear at times to wrestle it down and to get it pointed in the right direction. But I'm telling you, it is so worth the work. It's one of the best things I've ever invested in in my head and my heart is to help myself become more compassionate and grace-filled and not judge myself for being human and for doing very human things. And let me just tell you, none of us invented ways In which to judge ourselves they're all very human and I believe that we all struggle with shame we all struggle with anxiety we all struggle with regret we all struggle with fear it's like to what extent do we want this suffering to control our lives and it's very hard and we we've got to bring people into the process with us but holy moly it's amazing when we can feel that release so I just wanted to share that with you I don't know if you're struggling with judgment I want to say a little prayer over you and then I do want to invite you guys again to that spiritual intentions framework and in that course. And you guys, in that course, we're going to dive into this radical acceptance uh, module. The session is so, it's something that has spoken to my heart for years and years, and we're going to really unravel and unpack how do we live in a place of surrender How do we live in a place of surrender in the places that we wish were not in our lives, right? We're going to dive into community and how do you find the right community for you? Like, how do you find the right community, the right friends to walk with you in life? We're going to unpack that. There's downloadable worksheets and all that sort of stuff. So if you're interested in diving into some spiritual disciplines, some spiritual intentions, please check out the Spiritual Intentions Framework. There'll be a link in the show notes. But you guys, I just really feel compelled to just pray over you guys and to just give you permission to breathe. And to. I hope that this quote by Gary blesses you as it's blessed me. And just knowing that, because so many people will say, no, 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 people don't judge you. Mm, Maybe, but, and honestly, they're not spending as much time on it as you think they are, right? Because we're so, honestly, humanity, we're all very inward focused. We're all worried about our own stuff and how we're, you know, we're, we're giving other people about 0.5 seconds but still that 0.5 seconds can derail us for days weeks months especially if we hear about it if we hear about someone judging us but if we can actually get to the place of compassion and grace and relinquish that and release them not at a place of bitterness or not at a place of like to spite them I'm going to you know not care like no that's not really relinquishing that's not really not caring it's just you know pulling up your boots by your bootstrap and and uh, I'm not going to care. That's really, it's. I don't know if it's a way to do it. I can't do that, right? I can pretend for a minute and hide behind that screen, but it doesn't really work. I'm talking about a place of surrender, a place of acceptance, a place of breathing because I don't control their narrative. Oh my gosh, that was just so relieving. And to believe that, you know, we get permission to live our life and that we answer to God and God alone. And so just remember that. And so, okay, let me say a little prayer over you. You guys, I love you. Thanks for being here for episode 28.5. And hopefully episode 29 will drop soon too. All right, Lord, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you that you're not a God that spites us. I thank you that you are full of compassion and full of grace. God, and that your judgment, it leads us to repentance or it leads us to your to you. It leads us to more abundant life and joy and hope and peace and So God, I just thank you for my friend, whatever they are walking through, wherever they are judging themselves harshly, God, number one, would you reveal it to them in a kind way? And God, would you help them to breathe in compassion to their life, God? And Lord, would you help them? Would you, Lord, would you release them from the snare of man? Would you release them from the judgment of other human beings who don't know the whole story? These people who judge my friend right now, God, they don't know the whole story. And so, God, would you just release that snare out of my friend's heart and mind? Would you bless
1: them today as they go into their week? In Jesus' name, amen. All right, love you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.